0: There's a lot we could share, but before I forget, in the first letter, first reading rather, we've been reading from the letter to the Hebrews, which is a New Testament letter. We don't know who wrote it, maybe St. Paul, but it does a lot of early commentary, early experience of the church reading the Jewish scriptures suddenly in a deeper light. Like for for centuries, the Jews had read those scriptures. These, St. Paul himself, a Jew, had read the Jewish scriptures, you know, as they would, and this is Psalm 95, over and over again, if today you hear his voice, harden us your hearts, Um, they did not know my ways, they they will not enter into my rest. Suddenly of the New Testament, Christian Jews reading it in a deeper light, in the light of Christ, in the light of some sort of eternal rest, in the light of of some deeper understanding that they had. So the New Testament interpreting the Old Testament in the letters of the Hebrews is one of the first experiences we see of that. So it is kind of confusing, but it's it's kind of fascinating too. the story from St. Mark, I won't go too much into it because we've commented many, many times on this beautiful story, and I think we posted um, The Chosen, episode 6, I think, from season 1 talks about and gives a beautiful portrayal of what yesterday's gospel and today's gospel were like. The leper yesterday, and then the healing of the paralyzed man, his four friends who carried him. Um, just two takeaways for what it's worth. First, their perseverance in faith of the four who carried the paralyzed man. They come to our Lord, they come bringing him some need on their hearts, this friend of theirs in this case. And initially it's, it's difficult and they can't seem to get an answer to prayer. They can't seem to reach Jesus. There's kind of a, a, a wall of obstacles to their prayer. Most of us, let's face it, we probably would have given up. We say, well, if you really wanted me to pray, you would have made it easier. So I'm done. I'm checking out. If you wanted me to have a role in your your your... Miracle for this person, you would have made it easy. So I quit. I'm done. And yet instead, you see these four people so determined, so convinced of Jesus, that they push beyond the initial obstacles in their prayer, in their faith, in their journey towards Jesus. It is hard. Our Lord doesn't hide the fact that the faith journey is hard. That there are obstacles, outside obstacles, inside obstacles within ourselves. And yet we are too pushed through. We are to be convinced our Lord wants you to push through. Keep pushing. Don't get discouraged when we face the obstacles. Distractions in prayer, doubts of our faith, other people make it hard for us. The church itself, with the things that are not so pretty about the human element of the church, push through. When the teaching's challenges, push through. There are obstacles, but that's why our Lord meeting us there. And they do, and of course our Lord rewards their faith, their intercession for their friend, and he grants not only the human miracle that they would ask of their friend walking again, but a deeper miracle, that he walked away with two miracles. First, his legs able to walk, and second, an unworthy, unworthy, what is it, untwerving conviction. His sins have been forgiven. You could die a happy man in that moment. And then the Lord goes on, and this is the second takeaway that you can't miss, is that um, so often today we have people saying, why do I need to go to a priest to have my sin forgiven? Why does a priest have to be the way through which my sins are forgiven? And it's the exact same question that Jesus is confronting in the story. Because when he says, your sins are forgiven, the reaction of the Pharisees is, who but God? Can do that. Why don't you go straight to God? If this paralyzed man wants his sin forgiven, sins forgiven, he needs to go straight to God. And Jesus is saying, now there's a change. So that you may know that the Son of Man has given authority over sins to men. That God has given that authority in our midst. Yes, to Jesus first, but then we know in several episodes of the Gospels he would give that authority to his apostles. So that you may know that this is happening. The miracle is a sign. The miracle of the healing of the paralytic is a sign. That yes, now you can go to the priest and have your sins forgiven. That you may know that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins on earth and has given that authority to his church. Don't deny it. Don't hide from it. Don't be stubborn like the Pharisees to say, I want to go straight to God because only he can forgive my sins. God has said... Now there's a dip, a better way. I've made it more easy for you. Don't turn away from the gift as if it's a burden for us to go to confession, to the priest even. The priest you like, the priest you don't like. it doesn't matter. Our Lord has given us that great gift. Let us embrace it. Let us be Christians, fully Christians, believing everything Christ gave us, and not nitpicking which ones we want and which gifts we don't want. And our blessed mother intercede for us as we strive to walk in the light of faith, understanding the Old Testament, the New Testament, in the light of Christ, persevering in prayer and in faith, deepening our encounter with Jesus Christ and receiving all the gifts he's given us and the ways through which he wants to give them. Amen? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph pray for us.